can't do this. I can't do this. I forget to start. Let me, all right, all right, here we go. Hello and welcome to Orioles Podcast Feud, hosted by Give That Fan a Podcast. This is a family feud style, double elimination, trivia-ish off-season tournament featuring your fit, featuring, <laughs> featuring, featuring your favorite Orioles podcast. We appreciate you tuning in to watch the show. You can follow along with us live on Twitter, YouTube, or Facebook. Audio versions can be found later on Spotify, Apple, pretty much wherever you want. Everything is posted to utahstreetreport.com. I do not own the rights to the upcoming intro music. Please don't yell at me. Enjoy the show. All right, it is, I guess, officially round three of Orioles podcast feud. Tonight we have Locked On Orioles and Upod Street going up against Talking Birdie. It's an elimination matchup. There's a lot on the line. We actually have a substitution tonight. Brad is the third member of Talking Birdie filling in for Josh tonight. Brad, how are you feeling about this? You excited? Hey, man, just like uh, Tyler Huntley and Anthony Brown, I'm uh, the backup quarterback coming in this week. So just going to put my best foot forward, take it one play at a time, and Whatever, whatever other cliche can insert from there. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you got your cat. Mine, uh, I, I don't know if. Now nah, I probably can't see her in the screen, uh, but grooming herself there on there on the ground. Ryan, how you feeling about this? It was a tough loss last time out. You ready for revenge? It was the worst question you could have decided the game on, Ryan. <laughs> I am still upset at you for that. <clears throat> it's terrible. It was, it was one of my favorite questions of the tournament, personally. Yeah, I bet it was. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you don't I'm have to uh, identify any cat guys tonight. Fortunately for you, probably. Uh, Jimmy and Connor, you're back for your third time. Third, yeah, third time. How are we feeling going into this one? If if Brad's Tyler Huntley or Anthony Brown, that makes us Joe Burrow and the Bengals. So I feel pretty good about that. And I got to say, I mean, our matchup had a little controversy too. Brennan and Paul were not happy about Aaron Judge being included in that uh that answer, but Jimmy saved us right there. So, uh, so we're going to try to ride the uh, ride the coattails of that answer. I, yeah, I'm I mean, still... I'm, I'm. Go ahead, Jimmy. Go ahead, Ryan. Oh, me. I was just going to say, okay. I'm, I'm still baffled that uh, that Aaron Judge made that board and Rafael Devers did not, and it made it even worse that that was the night. It was like two hours after Devers signed his nine year extension with the Red Sox, and so he was fresh in everyone's mind. And uh, I mean. Good on you, Jimmy, for for pulling that one out because that was uh, that was pretty clutch. What was the question? I didn't see this one. It was it the was, player um, that would hit that could theoretically hit the warehouse in a game, and, and everybody player. said lefties. And Paul and Brendan from Masson got all but two answers and ran out of strikes. And I was like Anthony Rizzo maybe, and Jimmy was like, you know what? People will say Aaron Judge, and I was like, people probably yeah. will say Aaron Judge, <laughs> and they did. Well. There is That's, no I would shot. never think Aaron Judge, but like I get why people would say it. That's yeah. silly though. It was I mean, one of those like we gotta we gotta play the game. We're not playing yeah. the truth. We're playing the game. Yeah. Which is what I was trying to do with the cat guy thing, but you know, the people that Ryan asked had other ideas. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I, I watched that one and and the only guy I thought of was Dean Kramer, and I think it's just because of the hair, I figured what, he was the what, cat what guy. Is the cat I was guy like question. I, it was uh, I, it was a lot of baseball players have dogs. Name a current Oriole or name a 2022 Oriole who seems like a cat guy. Well, Which well, I you, think I personally think that's a great question. Now keep in mind, Jimmy, this decided the game. Oh, that <laughs> started game. off. This was we were two two round five, and Ryan was like, "Yeah, this one's gonna decide the matchup." What I'm not uh, actually. I, I have an explanation way, for why I'm gonna ask this, but um, was one of the answers Adley Rutschman because. My girlfriend has recently convinced me that we should get a cat and name it Catley Rutschman. Okay, yes, and yes, you should get a cat and you should name it that. <laughs> I, I tried to do that and uh, my fiance nixed it. Uh, we went with Toast instead. Um, but yeah, no, Adley was actually not <laughs> on the board, though. surprisingly, because uh, I don't know. It, you, you'd think Adley would be a popular answer because he's one of the first 2022 Orioles who pops into your head, but I guess people don't see him as a cat guy. He, he has golden retriever vibes. 
Yes. Yeah, I can, I can see that. He kind of looks like one, it. honestly. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, shall we dive in? We've got our bracket up on the board here. I have right. this current matchup circled. Uh, the loser heads home. The winner will survive, live to see another day, and face the winner of Florida Prospect Report versus Section 336, which will be hopefully early next week. I'm working out the scheduling on that one. The Bataround and Warehouse Pod are sitting pretty at 2-0. and uh, One of them will end up down here in the loser's bracket at some point. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But uh, got our scoreboard for tonight. All nice and so pretty. Wait, bunch we can of, still win? Bunch of zeros on the board. You can still win. You can still win. Double the limb, baby. Double limb. All right. So, all right, all right hang on. Let me... I'll, I'll go back and explain that. So um, the winner of this matchup will be in the championship. And then one team will come out of the loser's bracket. So the loser of this matchup will have to play into the championship. Mm. So if you come into the, the final game at three and one or four and one or whatever it is, and you beat them in the first championship matchup, both teams will then have one loss and we will have a winner take all matchup immediately following that first championship matchup so it is still nice. possible that you win the tournament very cool all right so we're going to go ahead and get into the first question because this is how you're set up on my board we're going to have jimmy and brad as the first duo to buzz in so make sure you are ready in our private chat feature um i've gone over the rules a bunch on previous shows so i'm not going to do that again it's very similar to family feud we're playing to 250 points or the leader after five <laughs> rounds and so here we go. This is another one of my favorite questions, by the way. All right, Jimmy and Brad. There are 101 points available in this question. The top eight answers are on the board. Make sure I have the chat open. All right. Brad and Jimmy. Fill in the blank. When I hear the name Melvin Mora, I think about blank. Jimmy. Um, being an all-star. Being an all-star that so all right this is a this is a tricky question because i had to to group some styles of answers together being an all-star is not going to be up on the list that is technically a strike but i'm not going to pull it up on the board because that throws off my whole thing uh which means brad uh if you can give me an answer your team will get to decide if you'd like to pass or play i'll go quintuplets <laughs> quintuplets he had six kids uh, that is the top answer on the board. Talking Birdie, would you guys like to pass or play? Uh, let's play. Let's do it. Let's do it. it. <laughs> uh. you, you, can, you can discuss that if you want, but you, nah, you made let's, your decision. No, let's play. So. No, let's play. Let's play. Let's play. Let's play. Uh, all right. Uh, Ryan, you're up. Fill in the blank. When I hear the name Melvin Mora, I think about blank. Number six. <laughs> number six is the number seven answer with five votes. That is very complicated. But in any event, it's on the board. I gotta Brad, say, Brian, it's I'm actually amazed that you got eight different answers for this question. There, there's Damn. a lot that there's a lot that comes to mind with Melvin Mora, and I, it's I think one of the reasons this is one of my favorite questions, not just because of the style of the question, um, but all the answers like they're good answers, in my opinion. So uh, we'll we'll see if that continues. Brad, we're back up to you. Fill in the blank. When I hear the name Melvin Mora, I think about blank. Handshake with Miguel Tejada. Miguel Tejada, Brian Roberts, his teammates yeah. mm -hmm. during that time, I lumped them together. The handshake actually was with Brian Roberts, but oh, okay, yeah, all right. Still fits, still fits the bill for that answer. Three strikes left still to work with. Five answers remaining. Ryan, can you give me one of them? Um, I mean, we played third base, so maybe third base. That's good. Third base, indeed. Four answers left. Thus Fred, what you got? My knowledge of Mel and Mora. <laughs> That's all you got. <laughs> well, we're guaranteed to get back to you, so we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. I know. I know. Brad, you're up. Uh, the Mike Bordick trade. That was um. Sorry, I'm going. This is damn. That's going to be strike number one. Uh, the Mets will be seen in honorable mentions. Um, that was the uh the trade that brought Melvin Moore here, but not on the board. Ryan, we're back down to you. I mean, he hit for pretty decent power, didn't he? Um, no, you know what? No, don't, 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 don't. I just thought of this. He had a really funny batting stance. So his batting stance, that's what I'm going to say. It's a good guess. 
but not on the board. I did like his batting stance. It was a good one. Very. All right, you're down to your final strike. Brad, fill in the blank. When I hear the name Melvin Mora, I think about blank. Um, he hit he hit 341 years, so high batting average. Nailed that one. Yeah, nicely done. 340 on the nose. There were there were some answers about you know chasing Ichiro for the batting title, uh, being a good a good hitter for average. So uh, eight votes for that one there. Okay. The board is still yours, Ryan, but you are down to your final strike. Fill in the blank. When I hear the name Melvin Mora, I think about blank. Uh, mediocrity, because the Orioles were never really good while he was here. The dark I told you we should play this one. The dark years of the Orioles did indeed make it onto the board. Uh, Two more answers left. Brad, are you able to give me one of them? Man, I can't <laughs> I can't even throw out a guess at this point. Um I don't know, man. I can't I can't even come up with a guess. I'm completely I'm completely out now. Let's hit us with the All right. That's gonna be strike three then. Over to Locked On Orioles and Upot Street. There are ninety one points on the board, a few points left to be had. Fill in the blank. When I hear the name Melvin Mora, I think about blank. All right, Jimmy, I got two things. Do you have anything? Um, I have one thing. Give it to me. Um, so in addition to playing third base, Melvin Moore also played the outfield. I like that one. Okay, here's my two. He did hit a couple walk-off homers in his career. Now, mm-hmm. they were never big walk-off homers. I just know he had a couple. And the other thing is, here's the thing I'm thinking probably better answer than that. We can kind of discuss this and the outfield. He hit that home run off the top of the foul pole in left field at Camden Yards. Oh, I don't know how many people would remember that because again, the team was bad, but he literally yeah. hit one that landed on top of on the top pole, which I've never yeah. seen. So I kind of oh. like both of those answers. Which one do you think is most likely? That's now that's obviously when you think to. of Melvin Mora and you think position, you're going to go to third base, right? So the fact that third base is on there makes it a little, you know, you think maybe outfield wouldn't be on there. That's obviously a good, because that was early in his career, right? it's weird like when i think back to melvin Moore, i think of him more as an outfielder than i do think of him as a as a third baseman and i don't know why i think it was when he was in his younger days he did play some outfield probably when he like first came over so i think you guys a a few more seconds to lock in on something obviously i think if you knew about the home run on top of the pole i think you would think about it more you know let's go with that let's go with that i think sure i I think you're on to something there so let's go with that all right the home run on top of the pole Let's go. Home run off the top of the left field foul pole. I remember was, that vividly. I don't know why, but certainly sticks out in my head. Was eight? That's ninety-eight points. Was eight the outfield? We was get what? to keep playing. So yeah, you you can uh, give me another guess if, we if you want to go with outfield, there, right, Yeah, let's go with outfield. Outfield is not, not the number eight answer. Cool. So you'll stick with your ninety-eight good, good points thing in the first we round. Go with it. The uh, number eight answer is actually – it's another um, specific event that I personally do not have a recollection of, but apparently enough people did to put it on the board. This, I believe, was against the Yankees. He yes. had a walk-off bunt. Uh, yes. And then uh, I'll go ahead and reveal the honorable mentions here. Uh, someone said hitting for the cycle. He never did that. Uh, someone said Gasolina, which Gasolina, was not his, nice. walk-up, not his walk-up song. <laughs> but the answer I love the most is the Friday black uniforms. Tell me that when you picture Melvin Moore in your head, he's not wearing that Friday black. Oh, I is. can't picture him in he any is. other uniform, actually. And I and I in I am in high school sitting in the left field upper reserve yeah. with six dollar tickets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly that's Melvin Moore right there. Yep. All right. So give me one second. Uh this is Brad. Uh, if this is the, the part of the show where I have to stop my share and edit the scoreboard because I don't think there's any type of macro in PowerPoint that allows me to uh, automatically calculate these numbers here. So I run through and do it myself. For me, Melvin Mora is the number one Oriole that deserved to be on the team when they got good again and wasn't. He is probably number one Oriole that I'm most upset about was not there when they were good. I can get behind that. Um, Brian Roberts is up there too. 
He was there though. He was on that 2012 team. He was on the 2013 team. He was injured, uh, yeah, but yeah, he played. Right. I mean, he was at least in the clubhouse. Like Mora was gone. He was retired. Right. Yeah. yeah. B Rod didn't get to play in the playoffs, unfortunately. But yeah. um, no, I mean, yeah, Melvin Mora, super nice guy. My dad actually met his kid's nanny at the Fort Lauderdale <laughs> Air- Airport. Interesting. Long, he lived, long ago. Mora lived in the town I grew up in, in Falston, Maryland. So his oh, kids. Yeah. His kids were younger, but they went to the same schools that I did and stuff. And he was around, so we would see him. I'm pretty sure I got a, an autograph or two from him at FanFest, Rip and Peace FanFest. Yeah. Yeah, right. Now, he, yeah, he was always happy to sign. He actually uh, sent me something in the mail. My dad exchanged uh, email addresses, I think, because it was like 2004, 2005. He exchanged emails with the nanny. They were like in line for the same plane boarding <laughs> next to each other. And uh, he actually sent me um, a signed Orioles wallet which was pretty cool. Nice. Was there money in it? There was not any money in it, no. But it, it yeah. was addressed to me, which was which was pretty nice. All right, so the board as it stands now, 98 points to Locked On Orioles and Upod Street to start off the game. Still a lot of game left, still a lot of points available. We're going to move on to question number two, which will be between Connor and Ryan. So make sure you are prepared. There are 97 points available for this question. The top eight answers are on the board. Name a reason why you might leave an Orioles game before it's over. Connor. Uh, they are losing by a million. Losing by a million. Ryan McKenna is on the mound. That's the number three answer. Ryan, if you can give me one of the top two, then your team will have a chance to pass or play. Um, they're winning by a lot. That is not... On the board. Why would you tease me like that? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Not on the board. Uh, Locked on Orioles and Upon Street. Would you guys like to pass this one or play? What do you think, I Connor? think we could play this one, Jimmy. I what think we should play it. Okay, let's play it. All right, Jimmy, we are over to you. Name a reason why you might leave an Orioles game before it's over. Um, I'm going to say too many fans from the other team. Too many fans from the other team. That's going to be strike number one. Connor, back to you. Uh, Bad weather. It's raining or it's cold. That is the number one answer. I personally, when it's raining, I like to stick around just because the vibes at Camden Yards after a rain delay are always immaculate, no matter what's happening in the game. As long as you have an inkling, they're going to start playing again. Right. Yeah, if the forecast is bad for the next four hours, I'm probably going home. But if I can wait it out for like an hour, an hour and a half, I'm all in. I'm staying. Can can anyone here say they were at the snow opener? I was 2004 oh, yeah. or something versus Cleveland. I think, I think, I think it was three. three. I think it was three. Yeah, three. J- Jay Gibbons yeah. lost a fly ball in the <laughs> in the snow for inside the park home run. That's when they finally decided to lay. My yep. dad and I were the last seats in the stadium. We had blankets behind us on the chain link fence to block the wind. Nice. Oh, that's smart. That's <laughs> really done. smart. I was not at that game, but I do remember getting home and, and watching it on the TV and watching Gibbons lose that fly ball. All right, Jimmy, we're back up to you. Name a reason why you might leave an Orioles game before it's over. Uh, beat the traffic. Sorry, my cat's trying to climb out the window. Beat the traffic, catch the light rail. They kind of go hand in hand. That is the number four answer. Five answers left, two strikes left to work with. Connor, name a reason why you might leave an Orioles game before it's over. Uh, you're Rob Manfred, and the game is taking too long. Uh, this is tough. I should have determined how I'm going to include this. I, I don't. I don't think that's close enough to uh, to fit the board. I'm sorry, Jimmy. We're going back up to you. Can I ask One a question? Left. Yeah. Can I? If I do this, if it gets back to me, can I like answer like an amended answer of that and hope that it's. You can. On the board. Yes. Okay. You can. Uh, Jimmy, name a reason why you might leave an Orioles game before it's over. You want to go hit up pickles. Nice. There you go. Last call at the stadium. Want to go drink some more at pickles? That's the number seven answer. Connor, back to you. Are you, are you going to amend your previous answer or uh, or try something new? See, I'm scared that it won't be enough of an amendment, but is the answer. I felt like that was a good answer. I felt like that might have been number two. Um, my answer was like, you need to be somewhere or it's past your bedtime. Is that enough of an amended answer? 
I, I, I'll give you that one. Okay. It's it's too late. You have an early morning. Uh, I, I didn't give you the first one because it could be, you know, a day game that's taking five hours and it's, you know, I, I think I, I was looking for a little more specificity in like it's it's past my bedtime. So I'm glad you, you said it that way. So I'll give you that one. There are still three answers left. Jimmy, name a reason why you might leave an Orioles game before it's over. Um, I'm going to say you were bad and you were forcibly removed. <laughs> that's well, a good answer. That's a great answer. That's, that's be a great answer. Thank you. It's on the board. Two people got kicked out of the stadium. <laughs> Connor, we're back oh. to you. There are two answers left on the board, number two and number six. If you can give me one of them, you're safe for now. If not, Talking Birdie will have a chance to steal. Any reason... I feel like the number two answer would have been one of these things on here. It's surprising that <sighs> reason why you might leave early. Um, maybe you just came for the giveaway and you grabbed it and you hit the road. I like that answer, <laughs> but not on the board. Two left to work with Brad and Ryan. You may discuss amongst yourselves. Name a reason why you might leave an Orioles game before it's over for a chance to steal. Yeah, anything coming to your head, Brad? Um, extra innings might be one of them. I, I mean, it, it, it might fall into the same category as the too late thing, but it's more specific. Yeah, you know? it's pretty close, but yeah, it is. I was also thinking like you're just you're not feeling well. Maybe you're drunk or feeling sick. Uh, like yeah. That. Uh, all right. What do you want to go with first? I'd say extra innings, I guess. Well, we only have one chance, so. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> we gotta. Uh. <laughs> You want to go with extra innings? I mean, if you feel really good about the drunk thing, we can go with that too. <laughs> I mean, I mean, not specifically drunk. Just like if you're not feeling well, like you're sick. I think, I think that you're sick. You're not feeling well. That's right. our final answer. That's our answer. Yep. All right. All right. This one, it's on wow. the board. Emergency only. I did get a few responses Call. for illness or you know family member going to the hospital, things like that. I lumped those together. So I didn't put personally feeling sick on there, but I did include that in the count. So that is going to apply to that answer. A uh, bunch of people said they would never leave unless it was an emergency, um, which not really what I asked. But yeah, we talk about integrity, the poll, same thing with the Aaron Judge thing. Um, so I'm going to give that one to you guys. There is still one answer left if you'd like to rack up more points. But as of now, that is 93 coming your way. Let's try your extra innings answer then, Brad. Yeah, extra innings. Extra innings. Extra innings is not on the board. 93 points to talking birdie for round two. The number six answer. The people you're with. Oh, man. Yeah. I that yeah. yeah. That's a good one. They're your ride. Yeah. Got to tag along with them. I yeah. I never like that. I try not to go to games with people who I don't think will want to yep. stay the whole time. Right. Um, and then honorable mentions. Travis Lakins is warming <laughs> up the bullpen. <laughs> Charlotte Johansson is awaiting me at my house. <laughs> Can you disclose who said that? I actually I can't see who said it. Okay. Um, I actually want to know more who said Travis Lakins was warming up. Someone with a serious vendetta against Travis Lakins, that's for sure. If you were the person who responded and said Travis Lakins is warming up, throw us a comment. Yeah, please. Uh, both of them, actually. I want to hear from you. Or, or send us a, a tweet if you're watching this later. Yep. Or if you're uh, watching right now, tweet right now. Or if you're watching right now, yeah, absolutely. Um, I can't promise that I'll see it because I have a lot going on, but uh, if I do see it, I'll, I'll pull it up on the screen. All right. Let me give me a second here to edit the scoreboard. I'm not mad that the feeling sick was correct because I think you should put it within that category. I'm mad that that many people are like, I would never leave a game. That's not, that's not, the, that's not the question. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You're so edgy, bro. Cool. <laughs> Right, I'm a diehard. Yeah, it's like I think I think it was talking birdie. I I did a question that was like name something you'd ask an Orioles player to sign for you, and I had a couple people responded like I don't get autographs. I was like, all right, well if you did, like that's what I'm asking. I'm honestly surprised, Connor, that your um you got the giveaway and then you left was not me too because you walk in those giveaway games and everyone's walking the opposite way. Yep, yeah, you're walking down the bridge between M and T and Camden, and you see 20 people walking the other way with the Hawaiian shirt or something. But But I I I guess nobody wanted to. The problem there is 
I feel like the people who do that are not Orioles fans who I would have reached out to in this poll. I think they're more or they don't want to admit that they on eBay. That's true. That's true. I have I have done that one time in my life because I think it was like a bobblehead I really wanted, but I had like plans I could not break. So I I we did do that you. once, but I don't. Uh, thank you, thank you for forgiving me. Ryan is cool. I get it. I I wouldn't forgive myself either. All right, we're gonna move on. It's a close game, ninety-eight to ninety-three. Gonna move on to question number three. This is gonna be once again for Jimmy and Brad. So make sure you are ready. Question three. There are ninety-seven points available. The top seven answers are on the board. Name a relief pitcher who has represented the Orioles at an All-Star game. Jimmy. Jorge Lopez. Jorge Lopez coming in at number two, which means, Brad, if you can give me number one, your team gets to decide. Number one. I had another one in mind, but I'm not sure he's going to be number one. So I'll go further back and I'll say Randy Myers. A good guess, but not on the board. Uh, Upod Street, Locked On Orioles, Jimmy and Connor, would you guys like to pass or play? How are you feeling about this, Connor? Because I have I, like one or two others on my in my head, but that's I not don't it. think I have seven, but I would like to play. <laughs> all right, so. well, let's do it. Let's play. Right. Hey, you know what? That's it's the fun of the game. Uh, all right, Connor, we are coming to you. Name a relief pitcher who has represented the Orioles at an All Star game. Brad Brock. Brad Brock on the board at number five. Still three strikes left to go. Jimmy, name a relief pitcher who has represented the Orioles at an All-Star game. Um, Darren O'Day. Darren O'Day was an All-Star. Connor, we're back to you. See if you can keep it going. George Sherrill. Sorry, I lost my mouse. Old flat brim himself. Acquired in the Adam Jones-Eric Bedard trade. A very underappreciated piece of that deal, but... Glad he came along. Jimmy, we're back to you. There are three answers left. You still have three strikes to work with. Let's see if you can keep the momentum going. Name a relief pitcher who has represented the Orioles at an all-star game. Um, Zach Britton. Got to be number one. Yeah, I was going to say. I was surprised that one took so long, honestly. I actually had that answer in my head. I was just kind of saving it for the end just in case we got strikes. Because yeah. like, I knew both of us knew Zach Britton. Dude, I couldn't it, believe it, no one said it. I was just Googling Zach Britton All-Star. I was like, did he not make an All-Star game? It, 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 <laughs> it, it, it literally just came to me right before that answer. I was just like, oh, I think, no. I think he I also, when it. he made it as an Oriole, I don't think he ever actually pitched, which was the saddest thing because that was like when he was in his prime. Oh, like, so, he so was, like, without a doubt, the best closer in baseball at that so time. So like in the wild card game? Like in the wild card game? Yeah. Kind of like the wild card game, yeah. <laughs> Great pitcher, but never never on the big stage. All right. Uh, I think we are back to Connor, a yes. relief pitcher who has represented the Orioles at an all-star game. Two of them left. Um I'm trying to think if the bad teams had uh had relievers that went. BJ Ryan ever go to one? Are, are you I'm phrasing my or... answer as a question, but that's my answer, yeah. B.J. Ryan did indeed go to an all-star game. One answer left. If you can get it, you sweep the board. You still have all three strikes, so you can throw out some crazy answers if you want. But for 97 points, Jimmy, we're back up to you. Name a relief pitcher who has represented the Orioles at an all-star game. Um, I am going to guess Jim Johnson. We just take the board with no strikes. Let's go. Not bad for a team that didn't seem confident in their decision to play. I respect it. Someone was that my audio that just got weird? I, I heard uh, it too. I heard it too. All right. I don't know. I think I think we're cool now. Must have been. I think it was something with me. All right. Connor anyway. himself, so he's he's incriminating himself right now. <laughs> well, nicely done. That is 97 points. I'm I'm very impressed. Connor, you said you had a couple answers. Jimmy, you said you had a couple. Uh, to pull seven out without getting a strike is quite impressive. Very nicely done. Honorable mentions, Greg Olson, Randy Myers did get uh, mentioned once, and then Tippy Martinez also made an all-star game, but not quite enough to be on the board. Did Chris Ray ever make an all-star game? Uh, no, but he makes beer now. Nice. 
I think he's still doing that. He was uh, after he retired. He was a uh, a brewer for a little while. I don't. How know could he have been a brewer if he retired? Uh, well played. Good question. <laughs> Current slide. Present. Share screen. Share system audio. Screen two. Booyah. I was all right. too excited for sweeping the board. I hit my mic and now it won't reconnect. So uh, I can hear you fine. Your your audio is okay. Yeah, I'm on computer audio right now, so hopefully that's okay. Yeah, no, you I hear you fine as long as there's there's not a bunch of feedback coming through, you're good. All right. 195 for Locked On Orioles and Upot Street, 93 points for Talking Birdie, which means Talking Birdie, you guys need to uh, run the table from here on out. It's certainly possible, but we'll see how it goes. Connor and Ryan, the next question is up to you. There are 99 points available. The top eight answers are on the board. Connor and Ryan. Fill in the blank. The worst trade in Orioles history is the one that involved Ryan. Manny Machado. Manny Machado coming in at number two. Connor, if you can give me the number one answer. I guess I don't really need to finish reading the question. I stopped because Ryan buzzed in, but I was already at the blank anyway. Uh, Connor, fill in the blank. The worst trade in Orioles history is the one that involved blank. Jake Arrieta? Jake Arrieta comes in at the number three answer, which means uh, Talking Birdie, you guys get to decide if you'd like to pass or play this one. What do you think? Because I think I know what number one should be. I'll, I'll, yeah, we'll take it. We have All to. Right. We, I mean, we got to run the table here, so we got to yeah. we got to give ourselves a fighting chance here. So yeah, we're playing, or at least get enough <laughs> that the other team can't steal. Um, all right, so you're gonna play, which means, uh, Brad, we are up to you. Fill in the blank. The worst trade in Orioles history is the one that involved blank. Kurt Schilling. Put a different name, but it's the same same trade. Yeah, right. Glenn Davis, right. Kurt Schilling, Steve mm-hmm. Finley, and there was one other guy in there. I can't remember who it was. But in any event, that is the number one answer. Still three strikes left to work with. 82 points on the board already. Ryan, fill in the blank. The worst trade in Orioles history is the one that involved blank. Zach Burton. That one did not make it onto the board. That was one of the worst. Tra- okay. Dylan it, Tate it, erasure. It, it came back bad. But yeah, Dylan Tate has, has ended up being all right. Uh, didn't look great at the time. Corbin Carroll, not, not Corbin Carroll. Corbin uh, Carroll. Would have been nice if we got Cody Corbin Carroll. Carroll. That would have been sick. Cody yeah. Carroll and uh, someone else. Josh Rogers, who got Josh TJ Rogers. and then got released. Yeah. Yeah. And then for some reason was really good for the Nats for like five starts. It was it was it was smoking mirrors. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, one strike, two left to work with. Brad, fill in the blank. The worst trade in Orioles history is the one that involved blank. Oh man, I'm totally drawing a blank right now. How much time? What? How, how much time till my time runs out? I, I'm I haven't been strict about it, but if I can see that you're struggling, I'll tell you like five more seconds. All right. Um. Yeah, I mean, at first the for the Eric Bedard came to mind. Then I realized we got Adam Jones back in that. So that's definitely not uh it's definitely not one of them. So I don't yeah, I I don't know, man. I don't know. I I think I'm fucked. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go ahead and give you strike two then. Ryan, back to you to stay alive. Fill in the blank. The worst trade in Orioles history is the one that involved whom? Oh boy. Fill in the oh, whom. Boy. The whom. This is actually got really tough really fast, man. Um, shoot. I can think of some good ones. I'm having trouble thinking of bad ones. I don't Remember know. This oh, is, you know this what? Okay, I'm, I'm going to play. Yeah, I'm going to play the board and say Trey Mancini. Because people lost their minds. Oh my god! Yeah, people <laughs> did lose it. their minds. I know. It. Jury's jury's still out on that one. Um, we'll see what the return is like. Seth Johnson, think, who had Tommy John surgery. I don't think 
and uh, Chase McDermott, who we'll see. Uh, Brad, we are back to you. One strike left to work with. To stay alive, fill in the blank. The worst trade in Orioles history is the one that involved blank. Okay, well, then I guess I'll just do the same thing and say Jorge Lopez because people were pissed off about that, and I can't think of anything else. Yeah. <laughs> Jorge Lopez, strike number three, which means Jimmy and Connor, for a chance to steal the board and win the game, fill in the blank. The worst trade in Orioles history is the one that involved blank. All right, Connor, All right. I got one in mind. Do you, Jimmy, how many do you have in mind? I wish we had this question. I've got a laundry list right now of like more recent ones that people would be mad about. All right, so give give me your one first. Let me see if it's on my list. And 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 I'm only saying this because I don't remember what we got back in return. But Jonathan Scope. Okay, so that was on my list because I think anything at the 2018 deadline should be on the list. So yeah. Scope and Gosman, I think, would both potentially be on the list just because the Orioles basically got nothing from those trades. I right. I got Bruce Zimmerman from Gosman, but after his finish to this season, I don't think. Um, People would see that as good. However, I have a couple that maybe spark a little bit more emotion from people. Okay. So Mike Yastrzemski, that trade gets people really riled up. Remember, they traded him for a nothing pitcher, and he was good in San Francisco for a few yeah. years. And he's, he's still in the majors. And then the other ones I brought up, I thought, were that Gerardo Parra trade was a disaster, although Zach Davies isn't really good either. And then two more... Just to keep it to this year, we did trade for Brett Phillips, and people hated that guy. And for then good the other cash, one, right? It was cash with good reason. Yeah, and then the other <laughs> one would be because he was a fan favorite, and the pitcher we got back was terrible. Was Hunsu Kim for Jeremy Hellickson? I think oh, people yeah. really don't like that trade. Now we basically have to just think which one are people thinking about the most and hating. I would My say guts- the ones with the bigger names. Honestly. That's fair, but my gut says Mike Yastrzemski because people were pissed about that trade for a long time because he immediately broke out in San Francisco like that season. All and right, we well, were the terrible 2019 Orioles. If, if if you feel that strongly about it, I say we go for it. I think it's either Yastrzemski or maybe Kim or Phillips, just because Phillips being recent. Although, you know what? You know what? I I'm feeling Phillips. But the only thing, my only drawback there is that Jorge Lopez wasn't on here. That's true. Because if and people, if people and I think people forget that we we traded for Phillips as for Phillips because like, it feels like a waiver off waivers or something. Yeah, like that. exactly. All right, I'll, I'll let you, you guys good? go on a bit. I need an answer soon. Do you feel good with Shremsky? I mean, people were pissed when he was really good. You know what? Let's go for it, Mikey Shremsky. Mike Shremsky is incorrect. Oh. A great answer. Uh, did get a couple of votes, but not enough to make it onto the board. And Connor, I have to say, you're not going to like seeing how the rest of the board plays out. Did I name the other four? Well, 86 points, I'll say first, are going over to Talking Birdie, which means we will have a round five winner take all. Um, I'm going to start with number eight. Hunsu Kim for Jeremy Hellickson. Coming in at number seven. The Zach Davies for Gerardo Parra trade. Stop clicking. <laughs> Stop the count. Number six. Jonathan Scope. Stop the cow. <laughs> do you think, based on this, do you think you know what number four is now? Kevin Gosman. <laughs> oh, that's a tough scene. <laughs> oh my god! I, I have to say that 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 played out beautifully. I, I'm I'm sorry, Connor. We can't we can't hear you, Connor. I think you got to talk into your headphone so- mic. But people were so much more pissed about Yastrzemski. I'm so con- like surprised it's not on there. I think you're confusing a small amount of people's large rage about it to a large amount of people being mad about it. Yeah. Y- Yastrzemski was one of those deals where like he was never going to work out here. I mean, maybe he was if we'd given him a shot, but he was like a, a four-year AAA player, it seemed. Um, that was weird. That was. I mean, he was very average in our farm system. He wasn't. Very, no, yeah. he wasn't. He was eligible eligible for the Rule Five draft three times, and no one took him. And then we yeah. traded him. Yeah. Um, Jimmy, I'm event, so sorry. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Hey, you know, I, I like the way you were thinking. I would have. I would have liked to see Yastrzemski on this board. Um, but in my honorable mention, I'm so glad only one person voted for this trade because it was actually a very good trade. Eduardo Rodriguez for Andrew yeah. Miller. 
People are inexplicably upset about that. Miller was absolutely dominant We're revoking for us your in that fandom if you think that's a bad He was trade. great for the playoff run. And yeah, because people would see Eduardo Rodriguez throw like one or two good starts against the Orioles and not realize that he's actually been very average for most of his career. Very average. Never been, never, yeah, never, been, yeah. never been like any kind of a stud or anything. So who cares? Connie, you okay so over there? <laughs> By the way, Can if, we get if, like one pity point for running the board with the answer we didn't select. <laughs> just one, like one point. Bonus points. Even we'll, if we we'll lose see. at the end, just give us one extra point in the fifth round. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how the rest of the uh, the matchup plays out. I will say, if if you are the one person who, so we asked earlier, if you're the person who voted for, um, what were we talking about earlier? It was uh, what reasons to leave the game early. I'm down was, so incredibly um, bad. It was the Scarlett Johansson answer and the... Um... Oh, right, right, right. So if you're the person who said Travis Lakens is warming up, let us know. And also, if you're the person who voted for the Andrew Miller for Eduardo Rodriguez trade, let me know so that we can publicly shame you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Show yes. yourself, coward. <laughs> All right. So we're going to have a round five. As the score stands now, Locked On Orioles and Upod Street lead 195 to 179. But really, that just means whoever wins this last round is going to win the game. And so, with that being said, facing elimination, no pressure at all. We're back to Jimmy and Brad to buzz in. Go be red. Question five. There are 88 points available. The top eight answers are on the board. Name a current Orioles pitching prospect. Jimmy. Grayson Rodriguez. <laughs> Grayson Rodriguez, the number one answer. There are seven left. If you think you can name them all, let me know. You guys get to decide. Would you like to pass or play? Jimmy, how do you feel about this? After after G-Rod and, and one or two other names... I start to draw blanks because I start to think of position players as our top prospects, honestly. So the only thing I'll say is um, I believe I watched their first round and, and they, I believe I remember Ryan just rattling off prospects like nobody's business. I was going to say they go, they go to a lot of uh, and I'm afraid that games and stuff. If we give it up, they're going to run the board and send us home. <laughs> That's true. That's probably true. I, uh, I can name eight much. pitching prospects. I just don't know if it'll be the eight that are on there. I, I don't even know if I can name eight, and that's a shame on me. All right. I'll leave the bigger names open for you, and I'll try to get some, some obscure ones early, but let's play. Okay. Okay. That's fair. All right. Going to play. I, I like that strategy. Connor, we're down to you. Name a current Orioles pitching prospect. Um, let's go with Noah Denoyer. <laughs> The man literally got put on the 40-man roster. Digging digging a little deeper for that one. Not a name that uh, a lot of people think of. He's on the 40-man roster. I am but revoking privileges of the survey from the people you gave it to. You also have to remember, I ran this poll uh, a couple months ago in preparation for the tournament, and I believe that was before 40-man roster decisions were announced. Well, that's unfortunate. Jimmy, we are back to you. Name a current Orioles pitching prospect. Uh, D.L. Hall. D.L. Hall comes in at number two. I think those are the obvious top two answers. There's still six left, two strikes to work with. Connor, you're up. Uh, Carter Baumler. Sorry, I don't know where this audio issue is coming from. All right. <laughs> Carter Baumler, strike two. Um, Jimmy, back to you. It's Connor. It stops when he mutes his mic. Is it Connor? Uh, I think so. It mu it uh, must be. It might no. be the sound of like my my brain frying as I think. See, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Connor, um, if you don't mind, just uh, <clears throat> unmute yourself when it's when when you're up. Um, Jimmy, all you. Uh, Cody Sedlock. Cody Sedlock, incorrect, was designated for assignment uh, near the end of last year. No longer in the system, unfortunately. After being, I think it was a was he a first round pick? I'm pretty sure he was. 
Yeah, he was. Uh, well, that means Talking Birdie, you guys have a chance to uh, gain the lead and the win. If you can name a current Orioles pitching prospect. All right, Rod. I know, I know you and me have no problems naming Orioles pitching prospects, but we got to go with who we think people. Okay. All right. So am I first? Well, we got to come up with one answer because we're stealing. We're trying to steal the ball. Oh, so I mean, I mean, people talking. have to know Drew Rom, right? I was thinking Rom. I feel like he's got to be number three. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's go Rom. Yeah, let's go Rom. All right. For the win, Drew Rom coming in with ten votes. Friend of the pod. Friend of talking. Friend of the Curry, pod, dude. He? he is the coolest guy. Oh yeah, he's the man. He is really cool. Would you? Uh, so. I, I guess the congratulations are in order. That is the game. Would you guys like to rack up some more points and try yeah. to name a few more? Yes. Can yes. I ask you guys, what you please, got? please run the board so I feel better about playing? Because I had a feeling you guys could easily <laughs> run the board. It's harder when I'm on the spot and there hasn't been any games lately. But <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, see, I would say Seth Johnson, but I, he hasn't pitched for us yet. He was, nah. he was one of our key acquisitions. Uh, um, what, about, what about Zach Peak? Zach Peak. Is he an answer? Yeah. Zach okay. Peek coming uh, in I with mean, six votes. Kyle Burnovich was a decent trade acquisition, but he was out like all of last season because of Tommy John. So yep. he probably won't be on there. Um, Chase McDermott, we just got. He probably won't be on there. You guys already said Carter. No, you guys didn't actually answer Carter Ballmer. You were just talking no, about he, Connor Carter. did. Connor no, did. But you did. Yep. And he's not on there. I can't believe Bumler wasn't on there, honestly. I figure a fifth-round pick too. might get people going. Nope. <laughs> Maybe. A fun name, but hasn't been on the mound much. So not not a guy that, that people yeah. have been thinking of lately. Yeah. Um, I mean, even I'm running out of names now. Because, like you I said, mean, Brad, yeah. there haven't been any games. So like, the names aren't like running through your head. Yeah. <laughs> Plus... Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, okay. Bauman was on the team most of last year, so he's not a prospect mm-hmm. anymore. Um, well, all right, I'll give it a shot. Seth Johnson. Yeah, he is. Seth Johnson is on the board. You want to keep I, going? Uh, Kyle Burnovich. Burnovich is incorrect, which mm-hmm. means your points stop at 63. Still enough to win. Congratulations, uh, Locked on Orioles and Upot Street. Unfortunately, your time on the feud is up. Uh, we'll get into that in a second, but I'm going to reveal the remaining answers. This one surprised me. No love for the reigning Ryan Jim Palmer Watson, minor league yeah. pitcher of the year. That was my – literally, if it got back to me, uh, I figured, like, if Jimmy got Drew Rom, if he didn't I would and got somebody else, I would have done Drew Rom. But if he did, I was going to go Ryan Watson, and I was going to be upset again. <laughs> Honestly, Denoyer was a really good answer. There's like, no reason. I, I get that yeah. he did it the poll. I, I, you know, maybe he wasn't thinking about that. But like, after you go Hall and Rodriguez, you're thinking. I would think Rom and Denoyer because they both got put on the forty man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then Denoyer uh, was in the fall league too, wasn't he? Yeah, and then you'd think Watson because he was the pitcher of the year, and then Johnson. I'm sure McDermott's probably on here. Yeah, Chase McDermott probably. And Cade yeah. Povich is probably on here. Oh, Cade mm. Yeah. Kate Povich. Is I, 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 I knew there was. Not. Yeah, McDermott's not. Um, Arm Brewster potentially is on here. I'm kind of surprised he's on there. And where were these? Got more where were these when it was your turn, Connor? Come on, Carlos man. Tavera. <laughs> not Carlos Tavera. I, I know everyone knows his name. Oh, oh. yeah. Okay. Yeah. He surveyed the entire on the verge pod for now. <laughs> oh. Right. Well. Jimmy, I just figured that, like, those names that I just said might be on there, but I figured Denoyer, Watson, Baumler were bigger names. Hey, man, you know, we we tried hard. We played hard, and that's all we can ask. I mean, I'm not even close to as mad about this question as I am about the last one. I mean, I literally rattled off the entire board and we lost. You sounded so sure. Oh. Yeah, that's rough. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even – I didn't put the 63 in. Whatever. I'll I'll do that later. Uh, But I did add up the 63 into the final score talking birdie advances locked on Orioles, Upa street. Your time is up. I can't tell you guys how much I appreciate you being part of this. I know it, uh, it wasn't the easiest thing having to 
match up a couple solo podcasts, but I'm thrilled that both of you were able to participate. Uh, I, I've asked my uh, my eliminated teams this, and I'll ask you both as well. I'll start with Jimmy. If you could describe your experience on Orioles Podcast Feud in three words, what would those three words be? Uh, I would say fun, uh, challenging, and heartbreaking. <laughs> those are fair. Those are solid yeah. words. Connor, what about you? Three words to describe your time here. Goddamn Yastrzemski. That's my <laughs> well done well done indeed unbelievable i know it's look i i've i've talked about this and it's a, a word i keep coming back to maintaining the integrity of the poll if i had built these questions and answers myself and tried to imagine what i would think a family feud board would look like yastrzemski would have been included but the voters did not agree. Yeah, I think I think overall though the the responses have been pretty solid. But yeah. there are, there are certainly a few. I'm not mad about Yastrzemski itself. I'm mad that I rattle me and Jimmy combined to rattle off all the other answers, and then we chose the one that we that I rattled off that wasn't on the board. Yeah, yeah, a, a shocking shocking development. I was convinced you were going to go with Gosman from the jump, and then uh, you, you talked yourself out of it. But you know, I, I'm glad you both enjoyed your time here. It's it's been a blast. Other team, uh, Talking Birdie, Ryan and Brad. Brad, you, you you came through and helped your team as uh, your your first appearance on the tournament. Do you, do you think you're going to give your spot back to Josh for the next round, or or is this this your game now? Uh, you know, that's the decision. It's up to Coach. I'm just here to fulfill my role, and whatever happens, happens. Uh, hopefully everything's good with my boy Josh, but if it's my turn to step in next week, I'll be ready to go. Um, I can answer that. Josh can consider himself unemployed. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well, I guess we'll see Ryan and Brad again uh, next time. I might allow, uh, if you make it to the finals or something, I'll, I'll probably do something special. I might allow a celeb shot of some sort, phone a friend. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, if this is it, if this is the end of the road for Josh, I'm, I'm glad he was here. Uh, but Brad, I'm thrilled to have you as well. Appreciate Talk it, Birdie advances yeah. past Locked On Orioles and Upod Street. Thank you to my participants for being a part of this. Thank you to Derek and Tony at Utah Street Report for hosting the podcast. And we will see you next time on Orioles Podcast Feud, hosted by Give That Fan a Podcast. Good game, guys. Uh-huh.